Welcome to Not Over, Just Different. I'm your host, Natalie Ledwell, founder of Mind Movies, the ultimate personal development tool to visualize and achieve your greatest life. This podcast is for women who are looking for inspiration and guidance as they navigate the changes that come through moving through the various stages of life, or for anyone asking themselves, who do I want to be? Now, on this transformational show, I'll be talking to inspiring people from all walks of life about their stories of how they faced and overcame life's challenges in powerful ways. These are raw, candid conversations, often not shared until now. We'll be discussing topics like health, relationships, life's transitions, aging gracefully, and learning to see life from a fresh new perspective. We explore what it means to continually grow and evolve as your world changes and live a fulfilling life. As well, we'll provide you with amazing tools and resources to help you move through change with courage and resilience. So if you're ready to take the plunge and start your journey to becoming your most powerful, authentic self, then join me, Natalie Ledwell, on Not Over, Just Different for insightful conversations about how to tackle life's new chapter. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast for this week. This week, I have something a little different and unusual. (laughs) I have the amazing Stephanie Banks with me this week, and Stephanie is an intuitive channel. So we're going to dive a lot into what that means, what that does, um, and uh, yeah, welcome to the to the podcast, Stephanie. How are you, darling? <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so great to have you here. All right, so I do know a, a few channels, in I have a few friends who are channels in, in my life, and I think probably anyone who's in the law of attraction world is very familiar with um, Abraham Hicks. So, uh, you know, we have Esther Hicks who channels uh, a collective called Abraham, uh, who I, I believe is probably the foremost authority when it comes to law of attraction. I've learned so much from from listening to, to her and, and th- that wisdom. So um, I suppose my first question has to be, when did you figure out you could do this? Was this something that you that you realized at a, as a child and went, oh, my God, I don't know what this is and kind of suppressed it or, um, you know, which I think a lot of people do. But what was what was your journey? What was your story? Yeah, you're right. A lot of people do that, especially in childhood when they are not in families or within a culture that supports intuitive connection. Um, but here's the thing I have to say first and foremost is I I believe you're a channel I believe we are all channels. Channeling is just connecting to divine energy and we are divine energy. So therefore, um, we have the option to always be in communication with it. We don't all activate in that way or practice our, our channeling, but there are many forms of channeling. Art is channeling. Music is channeling. Writing is channeling. Dance is channeling. Cooking is channeling. So many ways to be in that type of connection with creative divine energy. So for me, channeling means, um, just like I said, the way I do it is I go inward. um, I listen for messages. I make specific requests of who I would like to connect with or what, what would be of greatest use in terms of the guidance that I'm seeking on behalf of myself or my clients. And what comes through is a stream of words, language, images, understanding that um, is relevant, is beautiful, is powerful, and is transformational. I wasn't born doing this um, because I just hadn't 
heard of it before. Didn't uh, I've always been very connected to nature. So I've always had conversations with trees and with animals. And yes, they talked back. Um, but I haven't, I can't say that I've been like channeling in the way that I am right now. I started this in the last 15 years and it was really because my best friend was a channel and I sat with her with groups of people and she would channel messages and I realized, wow, I'm hearing things too coming mm-hmm. through. So I got training in it and, um, and have dedicated the rest of my professional life to that. Right. So how do you use your ability? Well, it has endless application, really. I work with a lot of parents who want to hear from the sole perspective of their living children. What does their child need, whether the child is young or grown or whatever, what does their child need from them to support them on their journey? I even work with CEOs of publicly traded companies um, who want to tune into the sole perspective, maybe of partners or people they're considering hiring or their spouse to improve their relationship and understand things at a deeper level. Um, I work with founders of charitable organizations because if I can support their clarity in the world, then we all benefit from the beautiful work they're doing. Uh, We can go wherever I channel animals. Um, So I have a lot of clients right now who, like me, are going through the loss um, of a pet and want to hear from the soul being of that animal. Um, I also channel animals that are here on the planet, fully alive and vital. Right. All right. So that's interesting because um, as far as my understanding of channeling uh, and the people that I know who do that channel from the other side or channel from the collective, so to speak, um, but you're able to channel uh, living people as well. That's right. Yeah. So mediumship is connecting to those on the other side. I do that as well. Um, But my jam, my zone of genius, my excitement is channeling the souls that are here on the planet with us. Right. So I, yeah, there, there are plenty of people who do that, but it is lesser known. And perhaps you'd have to hunt a little bit you know, harder to find them because mediumship is much more widely um, practiced and understood. Right. Okay. So, uh, so I'm I'm interested in. Let's just say that uh, you're working with a couple, or, or you know, and you're and you're doing it. Uh, so, what does that look like? Like, what are what are the questions that they ask? You know, how, like what can you help them with? Yeah. Uh, well. First, I will say clearly, it's not therapy and I'm not doing therapy and I'm not a counselor or therapist. However, it can look like some components of what a therapeutic session includes. So what I'm, my role is to listen very deeply beyond their words. So I don't get stuck on what they're saying. I'm listening for the energy behind what they're saying. And I get a lot of information actually from their souls and their guides. Our guides are the non-physical energy support network that we have around us. And all of us have guides for everything. And so I get a lot of, I get a lot of support and insight from, for my role with them as I'm listening and then being told or, or guided in which direction to go. So, um, being in relationship is one of our most challenging things. It's where we do our greatest growth, right? It is yeah. 
<laughs> it is it is huge. And so there are so many opportunities for us to misunderstand, misinterpret, mishear, be triggered, so many areas where we are where we can kind of get stuck and we don't know where we're stuck. So if I'm working with a couple and they're stuck on a particular situation, let's say they're having a struggle with their child and they have different perspectives on how they would like to handle it. I will tune in to say the higher self of the of one of them, bring in the message from that deeper perspective, that soul perspective that gives insight into what their soul is here to play out with their child. And I will do the same thing for the other partner. Um, and then they have guides to support them in their relationship. So I would tune into their relationship guides and hear insight and direction from that perspective and provide them with that. Right. Well, which sounds really helpful. I mean, I, I know, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm two years into my relationship. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a challenge. It can be a challenge. I mean, it's amazing and it's so worth it and all of that. Uh, but, and I think that we're both on the same page realizing that part of the reason that we are together is to help each other heal this, this part of ourselves that we, when we're honest with each other, has shown up our entire lives, has shown up in previous relationships, as it, you know. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's great like that. And it would be so helpful to have that, uh, that deeper understanding because we, I think, you know, like you said, we, we can, you know, maybe, uh, have a conflict or have an argument over a certain thing, but that thing is not the problem. It's what we bring to, you know, the all the history and the programming and our old patterns and everything that, that come to that moment that really is what we need to work on. So having that insight and understanding, which can be a little difficult to get to without someone guiding you there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know many people that get there without support and guidance. It's, um, you know, it's it exists beyond what, what we're feeling at the time. We are only really guided by, by, by our feelings. And oftentimes our feelings are um, constricted or we're trying to protect ourselves or, you know, we have that, that part of our, our ego, which is wonderful. Um, that's designed to protect us, but it can also get in the way of us understanding things from a deeper place. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. It's uh, this is a hack. I like to think of it as it's a relationship <laughs> hack when you can cut through all of the nonsense, all of the ways where we're cloaking ourselves and our roles or our personalities or our beliefs, whether they're current or past. And you can go right to the energy of what our two souls in this example of relationship are here to do together. Wow. Mm. It's transformational. And then both parties can get on board with that, get excited about that and remember that they're serving into something greater than just this one relationship. Exactly. I love that. So how so you said that you actually went somewhere and learned how to channel. So where do you do that and what do they teach you? <laughs> that sounds fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now I teach it because I am so passionate about the vision I have for the world, which is one in which people are trusting their inner voice of wisdom right. and making decisions from that place. I, I know that in that world, we care for one another deeply. We replenish our planet instead of 
um, extract from it and exploit it. We are, uh, it's, it's just this beautiful new earth that I am holding the vision that we are in the process of creating. And so in terms of where you can find classes, I could just say what I did, but it's, it'll be something different for everybody. I took a series of courses with a world-renowned psychic medium named Sonia Choquette. I have just always been drawn Mm -hmm. to her work. I have read all of her books. I, um, you know, follow her in terms of some of her, um, what she puts out into the world and social media and other platforms. And so I knew that that was a mentor I wanted. Uh, and I, I recommend if you're interested in any type of work, whether it's of a spiritual nature or anything, find someone that deeply resonates with you and you'll know you can, you can trust where your heart leads you and guides you. I also had, as I mentioned, my best friend who is a, was a very gifted channel. She's on the other side now, um, but I learned a tremendous amount from her. And I had a local mentor as well named Sally Baldwin, who is also on the other side now, but she was a very talented intuitive channel and medium. And I took courses from her. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of different people who are teaching this. And what you want to make sure is that there's resonance for you because not everybody is going to be the right fit. Right. Exactly. I love that. And so, so what do you do when you channel? Do you have to, like, what, what's your process and what does that look like for you? Yes. So there are pretty much three, for me, three components. Um, the first most important foundational piece is what happens in between the time that I'm channeling. So all day long, every day, what I need to be conscious of. <clears throat> and that I call radical self-care. So everything that I know that I need to be at my highest vibration, my most joyful, my my most open and clear and receptive um, place. And I have a list of things that, that support me in that. And for all of us, it's different, but I, I give a lot of time and care to myself, to taking good care of my, myself. Um, And then there's the part of, and that has to do with energetic hygiene as well and spiritual hygiene. So I, in, in my self-care practice is meditation, is yoga, is, Time in nature is um, movement and exercise, meaningful conversations with friends, nurturing relationships, animals, all of it. Then when I am preparing for, you know, to have a session, I basically um, present myself. Um, I sit and I have an area that I have prepared specifically for the purpose of channeling. It has my crystals on it. It has sage or Palo Santo that I use to clear space. It has a notebook and a pen so that any words or images or something that comes through that I want to anchor, I can jot down. Um, and I, I always use a mantra um, or you can call it a prayer. The same, I use something very similar that is something along the lines of, may I please be the clearest, highest vibrational loving frequency for to be of service to this client so that what comes through me is relatable, understandable, usable, helpful for their highest good, to serve the highest good of all. Um, and then I listen, I drop in, I check with my guides. I say, are you here? They send a whoosh of chill down my body. That's how, that's my signal for truth and presence. And we get rolling. Right. I I, I love that. I And I think that, because uh, not every channel is the same. And, and I think all of us, we do have intuitive abilities, 
but we receive the messages differently. You know, like uh, you were talking about having the chills. I have a, a friend of mine, Jeffrey Van Dyke. Um, he gets a thing down the back of his neck, um, and uh, uh, and you know he'll he'll like kind of push his head. I remember the first time I, I walked into a, like a circle. I was a little late, and he was speaking, and he was doing this. I went, "Oh, he's got Tourette's," and everyone's just acting like it's normal. And I'm like, "That's so sweet." And then I realized, "Oh, he's getting messages." <laughs> <laughs> um, so it can be the body thing, but it can also be, you know, for me, when I get that that uh, insight or that guidance, it comes to me as a thought. It's not like I hear a voice, but it's like a knowing. It's more of a, yeah. that kind of a thing. Um, so, yeah, or it can be just a sensation in the body or whatever that is. So it's, it's different for everybody. Uh, so, um, and, and we all have the ability to do this if we really, you know, tap into it, right? I believe that a hundred percent. And I, because I teach it, I have the opportunity to see many, many people move into their gifts um, more fully and really step into that and embrace that. So yeah, it's my, if it's your desire to learn and hone this, yes, I do not feel there's anything in the way. I mean, the, the biggest part of channeling is trust self-trust that what's coming through is um, of a loving energy and frequency and meant to support you. And um, that, that has to be a practice thing because we're not in a culture that nurtures self-trust. So we are told to seek outside of ourselves for validation or direction. And um, that's not what channeling is. Channeling is going within. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, I can imagine. So I also have another friend who is a, is medium, is a channel. She has a, a quite a, a number of abilities, um, but it's sometimes she feels like a party trick. You know, mm. she'll be out, and people are like, "Oh, can you talk to my grandmother for me and ask her a question or or something?" Like, what is it like for you? Do people like go, "Oh, oh, I don't want to speak to you because I think you're going to be able to read me or see something or." <laughs> I, you know, I, I have been um, a speech pathologist was one of my other careers. Mm. And same thing, you know, I would be talking to someone and they would say, oh, you, you can you tell I have a lisp or can you tell that I'm not saying my R sounds correctly? And it's just presumed no matter what, if you're a psychologist, you're, they're going to be afraid that you're psychoanalyzing them. If you're a dentist, they're going to be wor- worried about how their teeth appear. So that's just a very natural thing right. <laughs> of us humans being self-conscious. I am really, really clean and clear about my boundaries, however, and I do not channel when I am not, um, when I am not in the channeling mood. Yeah. Mm. When, so when I'm not at my table, when I'm not, I don't do it on the fly. If someone, no, no one has ever asked me, can you just figure this out or find this out for me? No, that's not how I work. And, um, it's also not in honoring of spirit, I don't think, because spirit as a sacred um, connection and a sacred part of ourselves, I think it deserves the space and the attention and the care to focus on yeah, it. Absolutely. Now, I have one of my girlfriends who, who does this. She, uh, The way that she described it, she goes, look, she goes, I could go into your bedroom and look in your undies drawer. She goes, but I'm not going to do that unless you invite me to. <laughs> I'm like, well, just so you know, you're never allowed in my undies drawer. <laughs> undies off limits (laughs) uh but but you're right and and you know like i said i have other friends who do this and they're just like no you have to 
be invited, you have to be asked. It's you know that's that's important. Now you did mention before how um, we all have a team, uh, you know, a spirit guide, and it's a, a team around us. Um, so my question is, who is our team, and how can we communicate with them? Well, our team. There are countless beings, really. There's, it's not that you have one and it's not that you have a hundred. You have countless energetic beings who surround you and support you in all aspects of your life. Every one of us has this support, I believe. And so um, to be light about it, I, I like to say we have guides from the most mundane tasks of finding the best parking spot at the mall. My guides are always on that for me to the most profound that that support us in co-creating our our shifts, our changes, our transitions, um, new job opportunities, new relationships, etc. So the way that you get in touch with them is to take take care with yourself, do the internal work to address the areas where you feel stuck, where you feel blocked where you feel um, grasping and fretful and whatever is uncomfortable because those are sticky areas. And it's very hard to connect and hear clearly from spirit if you are in the fearful mind. In fact, I would argue it's near impossible right. to do that. But you, your guides want to be in contact with you. They they don't, I always joke, <clears throat> we don't want board guides. We, we want them on tasks. We want them co-creating with us, but they do not just swoop in and do things for us. We have to ask. We have to pay attention when we are receiving. We have to say thank you and keep the conversation and the dialogue going. That's just good manners. Right. <laughs> and the guides appreciate that. And that's how we stay in reciprocity with them and in exchange with them. Right. And that could be something as simple as just having a quiet moment or walking in nature and, you know, and I think acknowledgement, like acknowledging that you have a team, you know, yes. and, and having that communication and not just going, you know, I know I haven't spoken to you for like 20 years, but could you help me out here? <laughs> well, you can do that because if you haven't spoken to them for 20 years, they're going to be happy to hear from you. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't hold grudges. Mm -hmm. And they don't, they don't operate from shame or blame or guilt. They are happy to be part of our journey, but that's it. Just ask, look, I'm, I'm really wanting to have this particular situation work out to my highest benefit. I don't know exactly what that means, but I'd like some support around it. Please. Can I feel your support? Or can you sometimes I'll, as a mother, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll put angels around my kids, you know, as protection um, and thank those angels for for the work that they do and and the way that they surround my kids in protection. So that's really it. You can start your conversations at any point in time and don't have guilt over how long it's been since you've connected with them because nobody cares about that. Right. And I suppose where where they are, time does it really exist? I don't think so. <laughs> time, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All time, no time, timeless. Um, so what's probably, what is the most rewarding things that you've got to experience as a result of this gift that you have? I have been able to see families um, stitched back together <clears throat> through some very challenging and difficult times. I have been able to see um, people who are 
struggling with, say, addictions or harmful behaviors understand themselves as, from, as a soul and change and shift the way they relate to themselves and to their loved ones. And by the same token, um, their loved ones also shifting when they hear from the soul of their child or family member who has addictive behaviors or something that is um, harmful to them. Um, <clears throat> the channeling brings a lot of healing when, when we look at mediumship as well, because connecting to hearing from our loved ones on the other side, whether they are animal or human or whatever form they took, can be so um, comforting mm -hmm. and uh, can, can let us really release to a lot of the fears that we hold about what death means or transition means and remind us that the soul actually is infinite and it it continues on and therefore our love does too. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I know I had a a surprise uh my friend but she's a medical intuitive as a number of things. Like I honestly I'm surrounded <laughs> by people that have this ability and she was doing a, a healing on my knee and she's like, Oh, she goes, Your grandmother's here helping with, with the healing. She said she's really good at this. I went, Okay. And she goes, Was she like that in life? And I'm like, no, <laughs> my grandmother was not like this. And uh, and I remember I went to sleep and woke up the next morning and the morning as I'm waking up, this is when I do a lot of my communication. You know, I, I feel very connected at that time and I'll be asking questions and I stay quiet. And, um, and what came through was like, oh, wait a minute, that's not my, that's my biological mother's mother. You know, my biological mother left when I was three, so I don't know her and I never really knew her mother, but I did know that she was a nurse. And I'm like, oh, and I called up my friend and go, so can you check in and see if it's that grandmother? And she goes, oh, yeah, you look exactly like her. And I went, wow, okay, that's that's really reassuring to know that she's on my team. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's so sweet. beautiful. So, uh, Stephanie, uh, I want to know, like, if, if people want to reach out to you, how can they work with you, um, especially if someone is listening to this and goes, ooh, I always felt like I had a little of ability or something, and this is something I'd like to find out more about. Where can we send them to do that? Yeah, you can go to my website, soulinsight.com, and that's where my classes are posted, and I do private sessions and all the things that you could want to find out about are there. Wonderful. Well, Stephanie, thanks again for your time today. I, I, I knew this was going to be quite an interesting chat, as it, as it has been. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you too, Natalie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Not Over, Just Different. If you've been inspired by this episode and want to take the next step in your journey, be sure to check out our Welcome Pack. It's a great way to start your own personal development journey with the help of our amazing community. Next week, we'll be back with even more inspiring stories and practical advice for anyone ready to take on their next chapter in life, feeling fully empowered and full of passion for the journey ahead. And be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast by visiting notoverjustdifferent.com. Also, a five-star rating and review makes a huge difference in helping us get the word out. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, keep living your best life.